now listening to the Seventh Rounders. Welcome back to another episode. An happy two congratulations to make off the rip. Congratulations to Matthew Connor Powers Fitzpatrick on winning the U.S. Open. And congratulations to the Golden State Warriors on yet another NBA title. Where do you want to start, John? Which congratulations do you want to go into first? Um, Matthew Fitzpatrick, good for him. Uh, second male golfer to ever win the U.S. Open and the Amateur Open at the same course with only Jack Nicklaus. Um there at the country club. So he won the amateur in 2013, I believe does it again here in 2022. Good for him. Uh, really, really, really good. Us open. Um, the course was blisteringly hard. Um, the course just took the guys to the cleaners all weekend. It seemed the weather didn't, didn't make it any easier for him. Um, but, you know, you had the best in the world really hanging there at the end. So came down to the last putt, Zal Torres, within a couple inches there of forcing another playoff. But he did not get it. Poor guy keeps finishing runner-up. I think I saw he's lost. He's finished. He's lost three majors by four strokes. Combined. Combined. Is, John, is Will Zal Torres the best golfer in the world right now? No. I wouldn't say that. He's probably second best. Would you, you want to say? Oh. Huh? Who do you have won? I mean, where was Fitzpatrick before the U.S. Open in the ranking? Uh, he's he's probably top 25. Oh, I think he's pretty high up there. I mean, man, Scotty looked good. I, I feel like Scotty's still probably number one. Um, yeah. Zal Torres probably two. Matthew Fitzpatrick is currently number ten. He was number eighteen entering the week last week. Yeah. So that's so, uh, that, that's uh, up. What is updated today? Yes, this is updated as of the uh, as of yesterday, the nineteenth. Scotty okay. Scheffler's so, still number one. Will Zalatoris is ranked 12th. Yeah, he is. Rory, too. Man, Rory's just, is he is When's Rory going to get another one? Is, is the Open the time that he breaks through there? Uh, maybe. I mean, it seemed like it was, it was set up for him this weekend. He just didn't get it done. He just can't seal the deal. I don't know what it is. He literally won two weeks ago. I know it wasn't a major, but, like, come on. Yeah, but, well, that's I mean, we're, we're talking about majors here. For, for, for Rory and his legacy, I mean, it's been, what, 10 years or so since he's won one. He's, he's got to get one again. Morikawa shot. The, aside from his terrible, horrible Saturday round, Colin Morikawa shot three of the best rounds when you look at it. It's a shame he wasn't playing a live event. Um, because you need all four rounds. So I'll tell you, you know, what, I mean, Phil Mickelson looked great out there. So, yep, the live boys really shined. You know, Phil, Kevin, Nah put up a good fight. Uh, you know, Dustin battled out through through the weekend. Just you know, yeah, they didn't have a great showing. Um, I don't know what you know. Our boy Max Homachad just. Really, really bad again on the on the weekend after making the cut. I saw he's – I saw another interesting stat today. Did you see the, the cumulative scores for the golfers that have made all three major cuts? Did you see that tweet today? No. It was interesting. Let me pull it up. I have it here. Um, it's not good for Max. Uh, shoot. I'm going to find it. Give me a second. Colorado on the power play. What was that, 3-1? We got a three-one ball game, and it is a three-three now. Kyle Porter. 
What's up, Connor? And this is terrible podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, put one in right after Chad said that. Oh, I mean, I, I'm here. I'm ready. Uh, so Zalatoris has the best score, cumulative aggregate, whatever you want to call it, on golfers who've made all three majors in there. Or how many total golfers? One, two, three, four, five, six. Thirteen. Thirteen. Rory, second best at minus 11. Fitzpatrick, third best at minus seven. And then you got, they're the only three under par, right? So 10 of the 13 are over par. JT's plus one, Morikawa's plus two. Seamus Power, plus four, right middle of the pack. Seamus was hanging in there, dude. He was in the top 10 on Sunday. I was all fired up. Um, he faded, but you know, good. he's a good player. Keep an eye on him. Hideki Matsuyama, viciously strong Sunday. Uh, he had the, the lowest score of any round. He had a 65 Sunday. Plus eight, though. He first two majors were tough. John Rahm, plus 11 with uh, Leishman. John Rahm has, has had tough weekends. Um, and then Neiman, Reed, our boy Diploma, and Hatton are all, all plus 17 or worse. Max has been terrible on the weekends. He's got to get it together. Um, but he's making the cuts, so... What, what do you have to say about that? He's getting paid, you know? That's all you oh, yeah. have to do is make the cut. It's like, he, you know, he's probably got to put down the Twitter a little bit. You know, I love that. But he, he might need to, I don't know, maybe focus a little more. I feel like he's not all the way focused on the weekends. I mean, he's never made cuts before this. This is the best he's ever played. We just got to keep old putting What? How old is he? I'd say 28-ish. Oh, I have no man. idea. All right. Um, well, I'm excited for the open. I think what is that? It's probably about three or four weeks. Um, three weeks. I'm fired up. The course. It's all any, about the course. Is there St. Andrews, right? Old course. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Um, maybe my favorite course in the world. Like if I were if I were to have my pick of a heap, one course that might be it. Chad, I actually have a question for you on that. Yeah. Um, this is a hypothetical. I threw in our group chat once. Uh, Connor might have seen it. He probably he probably did. Um, so here's the situation. The Miami Dolphins win a Super Bowl in your lifetime. Like, guaranteed. Like, they win a Super Bowl in your lifetime, right? Or... You can pick one golf course in the world, any one golf course to play any amount of times you want, free of charge. But the Dolphins would never win a Super Bowl in that scenario. What would you pick? I'm used to heartbreak. Give me the golf courses. Wow. I'm taking the Falcons Super Bowl 100 out of 100 times. Wow. Chad, you just doing that to us? Chad, are you still a Dolphins fan? Where do you stand on that? Because it's uh, well, John, it is. What do we have? It's mid June, so we have time. A lot's going to change. Um, so my 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 diehardness, my heart, my hardness, my diehardness towards the Jets and the Lions and the Saints that's died down a bit. Um, I'm more of I'm a I'm a two back horrible right? teams. Just three horrible teams. What is I'm that a, all about? I'm a Tua back right now. A lot of hate out there, so I got to defend my boy. You know, I listen, folks. I've been I've been a supporter of Tua all along. Um, so I guess I'd say I'm a Dolphins guy right now. But you know, we'll see. Maybe you know, maybe the Rams with my Super Bowl pick this upcoming year. But then we'll get back to the Dolphins come September. Uh, you know, by mid October, you know, it'll be just college football. Just college football for me. And then, you know, the Dolphins will sneak back in it. November, they're going to get us excited. They're going to win five in a row. We're going to be back in on the Dolphins. And, folks, this is the year it changes, I think. You know, there's no more nine and eight or nine and nine. Yeah, nine and eights. You know, this is a this is a ten and six ball club that, you know, is going to make the playoffs at ten and six. Um I'm, you know, I don't know why I'm talking about football right now. You know, we are talking. It's also 17 games now. You sound like you're about to start either choking up or crying. I, I can't tell. I'm not sure either, to be quite frank. 
Um, but we'll, we'll move on to um, the NBA. NBA. We need to congratulate NBA. the Golden right. State Warriors on another title. Connor, I got to ask you, off the, off the rip, where does Curry rank all time? Probably the seventh best player ever. Okay. In no particular order, I'd put LeBron, uh, Kareem, MJ, Wilt. Um, Mike Bibby? Not Mike Bibby. Good, good try. Kobe, Kobe Bean. Shaquille O'Neal. Kobe Bean Bryant. I think Stephen Curry's better than Kobe Bryant all time. That's a, that's egregious. Kevin Durant. That's egregious. No, I I think Steph Curry's better than Kevin Durant all time as well. That's He's fine. Probably sixth or seventh best player in my opinion. Oh God, the co- no. no. Yeah, like, Durant's like, fine. The other guys that I'd put him like right on the same tier with are like Larry Bird, Magic. I try put Magic ahead of him, but like. He's, like, right on that tier with, like, Larry Birds, Kobe Bryant, Dirk. Josh Smith. Not Josh Smith. Hakeem Olajuwon. Like, that tier is, like, where I put him. I think he's safely within the top ten, though. All right, Connor. Uh, Game of horse. Steph Curry or Stephon Marbury. But the game is being held in Brooklyn, New York. Gotta go Marbury if it's in his in his backyard. I don't know if you. I doubt you've ever seen his high school footage from playing in in Brooklyn. But oh my god, that guy was a beast. He wet ball, yeah. really really good. I loved the fifteen dollars Starbury shoes for a few years there. Did you guys yeah, ever own a pair? Oh, I had a couple. Oh, yeah. Of course, I think I had at least one. Wow. I think everyone had a pair. Goal scoring festival in this game is the Lightning have now put their fourth one on the board. Let's go, dude. Stammer. Oh, that man. was Stam- Stamkos has been great this playoffs. Uh, outside of that, I think my big takeaway from the finals is I don't think the Boston Celtics are the favorites to get out of the East next year. And my other big takeaway is that I still think a healthy Milwaukee is substantially the best team in the NBA. Hmm. Not substantially. I think the Warriors are right there with them, but I still think the Milwaukee Bucks are the best team in the NBA. Connor, but my caveat to that is you would still take the Bucks over the Warriors next year when Clay Thompson will likely be 100%. He was not better than 80% of what he normally is this year. And the number two overall pick, James Wiseman, will be back. You're still taking Milwaukee over that. Yes, because, one, I don't think James Wiseman's going to be a a significant contributor to that team. And, two, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, we haven't seen James Wiseman with their full roster, so maybe I'm wrong. Two, I'm of the opinion that Clay's just kind of at that point in his career where he can go off every now and then, but he has he has to really like conserve it. He's just not going to be putting in five threes a night anymore. I see him more as like a just a role player at this point. Pool's better now. Like I think Chris Middleton's significantly better than Clay Thompson at this point in their careers. Well, um, you think uh, LeBron James going to make the playoffs ever again? Dude, I don't know what the Lakers are doing. I mean, reports came out today that Kyrie's unhappy with Brooklyn. Surprise, surprise, unhappy with his team. Uh, I I think there's a scenario where Brooklyn eats Westbrook's contract and Kyrie goes to L.A. And then I think that that big three is very, very live to make the playoffs. I, I, I think that Anthony Davis is going to have a massive bounce back here. People have just been shitting on this guy for, like, months now, it feels like. And for a good reason. I mean, he hasn't played at all. And he comes out and says he hasn't shot a basketball since. Yeah. 
That's not a good look at all. I saw his off-season routine is like doesn't touch a ball for like six weeks. Like, yeah, I don't know if I agree with that per se, but I do think he's going to have a big year next year. I think that's the guy where health's going to be a big thing. He's going to be 100% next year. I think LeBron, to some degree, having another long offseason, I think, helps him. Like, I think he if he if he makes a finals run again, I think that that that'll probably be it for him. I don't know if his body's going to be able to recover again after that. What team will Russell Westbrook be on next year? Dude, I would love to see Westbrook get traded for Kyrie. I would love to see because Westbrook and Durant are my favorite duo ever in OKC. I don't think it makes any sense for Brooklyn to try that out again because it obviously didn't work out in a championship. But I think it'd be cool to see them playing together again and. Hopefully they could reconcile it, but I don't know who Westbrook plays for next year. I think there's a scenario where he gets traded and then just gets bought out and then just gets signed by, like, a contender. Well, what if uh, Westbrook goes for Kyrie and then the finals matchup is Durant and Westbrook <laughs> and the Nets and LeBron and Kyrie and the Lakers? <laughs> That'd be one of the highest-rated finals. In <laughs> I'll tell you that much. If we come back to this, and that's what it is, um, here on June 20th, 2022, um, lottery tickets next week. We'll see you at the table. That'd be crazy. That'd be wild. That'd be nuts. The, uh, uh, your oh. guy, Joel Embiid's the favorite to win MVP next year. I think he finally gets it, probably. They got to give him one at some point, right? Just, like, out of pity. He's finished second three years in a row, I think. Yeah, he should have won it this year. Bullshit. Are the Sixers ever going to? No. I do. I don't. I will never trust James Harden again as a basketball player. That guy, there's some playoff games. That guy just straight up. It looks like you showing up for your first rec league game. Like, you just don't care. Oh, wow. Like, he just does not care. I almost shot one over the backboard out there. We play again tomorrow, man, and I'm telling you, the team we're playing, we might lose by 70. Not even exaggeration. I have massive news, and I didn't tell you. So we talked about last week or two weeks ago on the show, John sliding over into intramural basketball, Connor sliding over into intramural softball. Well, folks, Chad is sliding on into intramural flag football. Jesus. game on Sunday. Wow. We did not cover. It was a 60 to 14 loss. Oh my God. Chad, Chad, folks, Chad had a Durham Smythe stat line. I was a snapper and inline tight end. <laughs> I finished with one catch on two targets for three yards and one touchdown. Hey, you scored one of your team yeah. touchdowns, though. Phenomenal hands. On the ground, you know, I just, it was. It was a good pass. I did not use my hands to catch it. It was a body catch. So what what went wrong? The you just were outclassed. Oh, uh, every facet: out athlete, outclassed, out play called, out coached, just out hustled. It was everything. I'll tell um, you, I I won a couple championships at college, but my junior year we played a team that was all seniors. Vastly, we were. Way more athletic than them. And I'll tell you what, they came out and hit us with a straight playbook and they worked us. <laughs> Absolutely worked us. They were calling defensive coverages, different blitz that packages. Sucks. It was a disaster. They beat us by, I think, 20. And I was shocked after the game. But you, you couldn't do anything but tip your hat to them. They, we just came in, they came in with a better game plan. That was it. Like, that sounds like like the like the 2013 San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, they were just you know what they were just they knew what they were doing they knew what they were good at and they were just better better coached and better execution. Yeah, man. What where were you playing on defense or were you just subbing out on D? Um, no, I uh, because I was center quite a few times. I I was rested. I was able to get out there on defense. We started man to man, and I was the pass. That's the first mistake right there. Uh, as a pass rusher, I didn't have enough bend. I did not keep containment, so they benched me. We moved to a, a zone package in the second half. I started out, you know, as the front front line corner in a zone, and I just I wasn't quick enough. 
Uh, so they, they wound up moving me to linebacker where I just kind of roamed the middle of the field. Uh, no pass breakups. I, I had a tackle, but I mean, I probably missed four or five. It wasn't pretty for me defensively. I just, I didn't know where I was out there. I, I wasn't taking up space. Uh, much better as a snapper. And, uh, you know, I, I'd run my five-yard outs. And, so, you know, I got two balls thrown my way. Sounds like you should be keeping an eye on your phone because they might not be texting you the uh, time date for the next game. That based is on what you told me. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm floating in that territory here for uh for basketball probably if, if i if i play as poorly as i did on offense there in game one no i'm really worried about tomorrow um i haven't had as much opportunity to work out over the last week my conditioning is going to be a problem tomorrow is a problem in game one and uh these guys don't seem to think that we need more players you know that you know to spout, to come in and substitute. So it's a battle. It's an internal battle I'm facing. Um, at this point, just trying to use some conditioning for softball. I can't wait for fall softball season. That's my that's that's where the heart lies, right there. You know, is with softball. So, guys, I have a uh, I have a game. This is unexpected. I'm throwing it at you. Are we done with NBA talk, or did you want to talk draft? Because I have a game, and we could come back to the draft. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit of draft. Surprise segment, and then we'll come back to the draft. We can cut after this. All right. 20 questions. Guess the athlete. Well, it's been a while, guess. maybe a year. Is this, was it 16? 16, 16 questions, yeah. I think we're going to do, do 20. We're going to do 20. We're going to do 20. 10 a pop, 10 each, 20 questions. I have the athlete already. I don't know why I thought of him, but I did. <laughs> Um, you guys can decide who Connor, goes first. Would you like to serve, or do you want me to serve? You can serve. Okay, just serve. Does this athlete play a team sport? Yes. You had to think about that. That's not good. No. Does this athlete play football? No. Does this athlete – wait, what were we just talking about before that? We were talking NBA. Does this athlete play basketball? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> this athlete play hockey? No. Does this athlete play baseball? Yeah. Okay. I might have a guess. I'd be not going to get it if you guess right now. Obvious. Are you thinking, Tom? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Is this athlete on your fantasy baseball team? No. Does this athlete play in the NL? No. Does this athlete play for the Pirates? No. Oh, that's NL. Bad question. Bad question. Does this athlete play in the AL East? Yes. How many is that? Nine? Does this athlete play for the New York Yankees? Yes. Is this an active New York Yankee? No. (laughs) That's the question. question. I was waiting. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to address this. What a great question. Has this Yankee played for them since 2010? Mm, No. (laughs) Is this Yankee a position player? Yes. How many is that? It's 12. I so, think. I don't know. You might have gotten an extra one because I don't know if I counted one or not, but we're at 12 basically because that's where I'm at. We have to start guessing. All right, Connor. So we have four one hit it's not 16. It's not 16. We're going to 20. I said we're going to go to 20. Okay. Um, You're through 12. So, this, Connor, here's 13. This is the 13th. Is this Yankee a Hall of Famer? Um, 
No. Did this Yankee win a World Series? Yes. All right, so we played for them through at least 03. That's 14. So you've 15, 16, 17, 18. You have three guesses, or three each, and I think it's three guesses, so. Okay. Were the Yankees his only team? Oh, my no. God. Okay, we so need Connor's to- only got two guesses. I mean, you don't have to use all the guesses, so. Jason Giambi. No. Connor's two guesses left. Chad has two guesses left. All right. Um, was he on the Yankees team who beat the Diamondbacks? No. Or they lost to the Diamondbacks, yeah? Whatever. Was he on that team that played in that World Series? No. Mm-mm. Well. I have a uh, guess. Hold on. What? I don't know what year that was. Hold on. I don't, I'm pretty sure the answer is no. I think it was 2001. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the answer is no. Wait. Aaron Boone? No. So you each have one guess left. One of your previous questions is going to hurt you. You'll realize. Is it Hideki Matsui? No. Chad, it's down to you. John, when you said one of our previous questions is going to hurt us, is it my position player question? No. And that could have been your question there, but I'll, I'll... Act like I didn't hear that, so you get a guess still. Oh. What is this guy doing? <laughs> Another question. Um, Alfonso Soriano. Great guess, but not quite. Really close. Like, similar. Gary Sheffield. The question that hurt you. He won a World Series, but he did not win it with the Yankees. He won it in 97 with the Florida Marlins. He played with the Yankees from 2004, 2006, I believe. Yep. What the hell made it, you think of Gary Sheffield? It's interesting that you classified him as a Yankee. Is that because it was his last team? I it think, wasn't even his last team. I think Braves when I think Gary Sheffield. He played. I didn't even realize this. He played on like looks like half the league, (laughs) (laughs) and no one for more than like three years. So, yeah, I mean, there's a good chance maybe I was deceptive when I said no on the NL. But if I would have said yes on the NL, we would have gone on a whole different path. (laughs) Yeah, we wouldn't have gotten it either way. Gary Sheffield did not cross my mind one time. To be honest, I didn't even remember he played for the Yankees until you just said that. Really. His Wikipedia profile picture is on the Yankees. Yeah, I mean, now that you say it, I obviously remember it. But, like, when I'm thinking – you're right. I was thinking Yankees that won World Series, and he was not one of them. Look at this guy. Killer. Um, Good player, really wild swing, really wild batting stance. Um, And welcome back. Um, NBA draft this Thursday. We're recording tonight. It's Monday. John, um, you are our resident Mel Kuyper for NBA draft season. Um, you know the college game in and out. Connor, you're the Todd McShay. I'm more of the Gus Johnson. Um, so I'm going to go to you first, um, Mel. And I want to ask Jaden Ivey, shooting guard out of Purdue, what are your thoughts as a player, as an individual, as a human being? Just an absolutely preposterous introduction, as I know nothing here leading up to the NBA draft. Um, actually, funny you asked about Ivy. Ivy is the only player that came to mind when it when it when I thought about NBA draft prospects. 
didn't think of anybody else at all other than him. So I think he's the best player in the draft. Um, just lights out from three. You know, a playmaker. You know, a consummate professional. He can finish. You know, he can drive. He can make you get into some foul trouble. Uh, you know, Purdue, they weren't great on defense. Uh, you know, maybe he's he's a little bit to blame. I don't really know his defensive game at all. But I know he can score. That's what you need to see. Uh, John Morant comes to mind when I think of Jay Ivey. So, uh, yeah, give me that. Good player. Yeah, I think he's uh I think John I think he's like John Wall esque as a prospect. I still feel like I don't know, maybe I'm just giving John Morant the benefit of the doubt because he's shot so well recently, but I feel like he was a better shooter in college. Although Jaden Ivey, maybe I'm not giving him enough credit as a shooter. Jaden Ivey, um that's the comparison I come up with, but I think it's just because they're both freak athletes. I mean, Jaden Ivey is has some work to do on the shooting. Um, it's not terrible, but it's not there yet. Um, but uh, just a Jaden Ivey, De'Aaron Fox backcourt. I mean, are you kidding? Folks, this is why you stick around with the Sacramento Kings, because they do this to you. But let me just say, let me preface all of this, all right? I know we're talking Jaden Ivey, but I need to make it all about myself here for a couple minutes. <coughs> I go on this ta- <coughs> I go on this tangent, and then both John Connors are paying attention because they know they're going to get annoyed. But let me say, the Kings are going to do something dumb, ladies and gentlemen. Um, lock it in. They will probably trade the pick. They'll probably trade fourth overall for Russell Westbrook. Um, but they will not make me happy come Thursday night. I'm just... I'm going into this for more who, who, experience. Who do you want? Who do you want and who do you not want? I want Jay Nivey more than anything in the whole world. Uh, I don't want Keegan Murray. I don't want a power forward. Big men don't win you championships. Um, Shaden Sharp intrigues me because you don't know what he is, but he could just be the best player ever. Um, you know, uh, that's where I'm at. Benedict Matherin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shooting guard for Arizona. Yeah, he's yeah. sliding a bit recently. I don't know why. <clears throat> I um, I, <clears throat> I wanted to ask Chad about Ivy. Like, people don't know if he's a shooting guard or a point guard. So, if Sacramento drafts him, you would want him to just play off the ball the entire time, pretty much. Yeah, I just think him and Fox are so fast. I mean, they'll both bring it up. Obviously, Fox will be now, the listen. dominant door, but. I feel like a couple guys down there, A.J. Griffin out of Duke and Okchai Baji out of Kansas are two pretty good players. Um, they both can shoot the hell out of the ball compared to Ivy, especially Griffin. I, Griffin is Griffin is lights out. Griffin's probably a better day one fit for Sacramento. Definitely is. He's a 3 and D guy. Uh, he'll come in and, you know, knock down shots from the outside, like, from day one. I just think the upside with Ivy is mesmerizing. And I know a lot of Kings fans and potentially the Kings front office really want to win now. I'd just be patient. I think Ivy's worth it or Shane Sharp is worth it. Just don't take a big man, please. I'm out on every big man. I don't want a big man. I just want guards. Just give me guards and we'll figure it out. I, my opinion, though, if they draft Ivy, I think that means Fox is gone like pretty soon. No, I think that we'll be very happy with Davion Mitchell off the bench. I don't think – yeah, you cannot win with both the Fox and Ivy playing. Neither of them can shoot that well. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Ivy can develop. Maybe. But, yeah, other than that, I think that uh, – I think – Paolo's by far the most NBA-ready guy, in my opinion. But I I think I've liked Chet Holmgren's ceiling the most since, like, day one. But his size, his uh, frame is concerning. So hopefully he can put on some weight. I don't really know how to feel about Jabari Smith, to be honest. And maybe that's because I didn't watch enough Auburn games last year, but... He's good. He is very, very good. Um, 
Any late guys, any sleepers you guys think could hey, be maybe a breakthrough player? I think EJ Liddell out of Ohio State, but he, he's around, he's probably 10, 10-ish. I don't know if that's necessarily a sleeper. Chad, your hand is up. What's up? No, he, EJ Liddell, I don't know if he'll crack the, the first round. Really? Connor, who's the other Ohio State guy projected? I have no idea. The freshman, I'm drawing a blank on his name. He's like a shooting guard. Um, while Connor looks for that, John, my sleeper, um, a name familiar with the program, uh, that's Buddy Bayheim. You know, someone sign him. Um, he could go in there and light it up, folks. Okay. Why is Johnny you, uh, EJ Liddell is he's projected to go lottery. So that's not like necessarily a sleeper. But in the NBA, after the top like three picks, the guys pretty much fall off. It's like not a, a gimme. Where, where, why is Johnny Davis so low? He can't shoot a three ball, I guess, 30%. It's probably a contributing factor. No, I actually don't know. Because, like, when the. Uh, there was a point in the year where he was project like a projected top five pick. So Connor, I don't know. What about the Indiana guy with the long name? Say that again? Who's the Indiana guy that I thought was going to be a top 10 pick after that Syracuse game early Bruce in the year? Jackson Davis. He's coming yeah. back to Indiana. He's down the draft. Yeah, he's coming back. He's going he's gonna to be Big Ten player of the year next year, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, he's a stud. I honestly yeah. really like Jalen Duran, I think, is a sleeper. Yeah. I think he's going to be yeah. very good. That's a good call. Wendell Moore out of Duke. Could be a problem. Maybe Jimmy Behan gets drafted. <laughs> That'd be it. If Jimmy Behan got drafted, if he got if he heard his name get called, <laughs> I don't know what I would do. I'd do something outrageous. You know what's crazy? That would be the <laughs> There's a guy from Serbia, a six ten small forward named Nikola Jovic. Not Jokic, Jovic. I saw that. Wild. Yeah. I just pictured Jimmy Beheim trying to defend Giannis. <laughs> Giannis, could like, Giannis could be like, like, just like pluck him by that the hair and just like move him out of the way. Six foot seven power forward Jimmy Beheim enters the game. <laughs> Chad almost started crying. Um, Tearing. Well, that's the NBA draft. I don't know how much. Um, that's Thursday night. Thursday night, Mike Rodriguez will be here uh, in Charlotte making the trip, the trek. Any any words for him, Connor, you have? Dude, just don't, you know, you got to watch him. People think he's the nice guy, but down low, he's a, he's a conniving little bastard, dude. You got to keep an eye on him. He, he's a bastard. Yeah, he is. No, he, he likes to chop block you, like literally and figuratively. Um, NHL, you know, thing here, trying to force it into a 2-1. Uh, uh, you know, if they, John, they can close talking. tonight, I don't think just five stop. right now, right? You're a disaster. Let me go. Um, Tampa Bay is up 6-2 in game three. Colorado has a 2-0 series lead, but folks, listen, I said it from day one with Golden State. I said it from day one with Tampa Bay. Just Tampa Bay is going to win the series. Don't worry about it. I know Connor thinks it's going to be a four-game series. Colorado wins. And listen, if you respect Connor more, if you believe in Connor's ability to, you know, accurately win you money more than me, take take. Take the abs, take powers, but if you want to ride with a day one hoe like myself, take Tampa Bay. <clears throat> I experienced a connection error there. Uh, my apologies. Yeah, it is your bad. Did, was, did I have a bad audio moment out there? It kind of sounded like uh, like a record that was just skipping. It was just like, yep, awesome. yep, yep, yep. 
you should uh we'll we'll get the uh we'll get the editing team on that one um so maybe you guys will hear this audio but you won't hear the bad audio that preceded it out of me um go lightning though that's all i'd i hope it goes seven i just want i want as many hockey games as we can possibly have here left give me seven games give me seven um hopefully a couple fall on the weekend that'd be great yeah uh last call i can go um what is my last call tonight oh i have a game we can end with here a segment okay Okay. a daily double a second game we're bringing them back where are they now where are they now do you have i'll give you guys a second i'll get yeah i'll give you guys a second to think of someone um my where are they now art briles uh infamous coach head coach uh university university of baylor football program he is actually i think back in i think someone recently hired him no no he was a high school football coach he got fired it's like after one year or maybe he stepped down mount vernon high school in texas before that, he was at Estragoferi. That doesn't even have a Wikipedia page, so I don't know what that is. It's crazy. Um, I believe his son is actively coaching. Really bad scandal there. The fact that Baylor really didn't like what did they did they lost a bunch of scholarships, right? Yeah. And some postseason bans. Is SMU still the only program to have the death penalty? Yes. The Mustangs. Crazy. One of the best 30 for 30s ever. I believe that's a 30 for 30. Yes. Yeah. It's like the night train or something like that. Yes. Yep. No. Maybe. They have a 30 for 30 on it, regardless. I sometimes get confused. Oh, it's called the Pony Express, isn't it? Yeah, Pony Express. 30 for 30s versus E60s. E60s are basically the things that weren't good enough to be a 30 for 30. Yes, I agree with that. My where are they now? Um, Cleo Lemon. Wow. Wow. So Cleo and his wife started the Cleo Lemon Aid Foundation in his native Mississippi, and he runs youth football camps where they bring together pro athletes and children. Also, Cleo has two kids. He resides in Jacksonville, Florida. And folks, he is the wide receivers coach for Jacksonville State University. Wow. Nice. Good for him, dude. What a legend. Dolphins legend. Forever. Yeah, um, so I, I'm, uh, I'm currently looking into uh, where Mario Manningham is at the moment. Uh, however, there's not much information on Mario Manningham. So, with that being said, we're pivoting slightly. To a Super Bowl champion winner, Plexico Burris. Where is he now? And he is... He co-wrote a book called Giant, The Road to the Super Bowl. And he's also appeared on Celebrity Wife Swap. Wow. And... He made he joined Sportsnet New York Sports Night, making his debut as an NFL analyst in 2014. But in 2015, he was then indicted on tax fraud because he didn't pay nearly forty-eight thousand dollars in income taxes. Wow, what a fall from grace! Uh, and yeah, he admitted guilt in not paying it and received a year jail sentence. And on probation for five years. That's tough. That took a turn. Yeah. 
He avoided prison though by pleading guilty. Uh, but he's got to pay pay them back fifty six thousand dollars. So. Wow. Yeah. Well, sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. I learned more about Art Bryles. He's in Italy coaching football. That's a fall from grace, man. But talk about a guy who just loves the game. Um, Estra Guaferi. Um, so he he did get – I knew he got hired. He got hired by Grambling State, by Hugh Jackson, in February of this year, 2022. Fired a week later. They said, get out of here. I think, I think it was over backlash. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, the scandal. Back I think, to Italy. See you later, pal. You think the Italians just don't know, or do they not care? I don't know if they can read the English. Do you think they just don't know? The literature. I don't know. I really don't. I have no idea. They might not. John, I have a quick game for you. I'm going to play it live on the air right now. This is going to be rapid fire, all right? Okay. It's for you and me. Connor, you can sit back and listen. It's the the pick five, $15 budget Miami Dolphins edition. All right? I'm going to start at quarterback. I'll read off prices. You're going to have to do your own math right here, all right? So we start at quarterback. $5 is Dan Marino. Four is Bob Greasy. Three is Tua. Two is Tannehill. One is Jay Fiedler. How how horrific. <laughs> do you remember when, you remember when Matt Moore literally got – his head blown off by Bud Dupree in the playoffs. Chad, what's wrong with you, dude? He's just cracking up at Jay Fiedler. Dude, Jay Fiedler was my favorite quarterback ever. He's the reason I became a Dolphins fan. He was so good. So are you taking him? Oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I'll take Marino for five. Um, $5 running back Larry Zonka, four Ricky Williams, three Mercury Morris, two Ronnie Brown, one Lamar Miller. Give me Ronnie. All right, give me Mercury. Uh, I've got a budget to work with here. Yeah, I have, I'm at $8. John's got 12 bucks to work with. I have seven. Uh, we have wide receiver, $5, Mark Duper, four, Mark Clayton, three, Devontae Parker, two, OJ McDuffie, one, Chris Chambers. Give me Chris, Chris Chambers. Chambers. I was going Chris Chambers no matter what. what That's I objectively said. a horrible all-time receivers list. Duper and Clayton are both Hall of Famers. I guess they they had to have been part of the like the historic Dolphins. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tight end. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know this guy's first name. Our five dollar tight end. Something Jackson. Uh, four is something Mandic. Three Gasicki. Two is something Hardy. And one is Randy McMichael. You mean man dick. I'll take Give me Rick Michael. Um, Mick Michael was really good. And then we have head coach Shula Johnson, Wanstat, Soprant, Sprano, and Philbin. Oh, How is Joe Philbin our $1 coach? <laughs> Why is Tony Sperano on there, dude? RIP, dude. RIP. Uh, he got him to the Dolphins. Uh, first playoff berth of the 2000s that's the worst chad achievement Pennington. ever chad pennington should be on there over jay fielder what are we talking about yeah right. I mean, pennington should be a pennington Pennington's be probably too good to be a one dollar though you know what i mean like you need a guy that's kind of bad for the one Dolphin, dolphins pennington is like the arguably one of the greatest versions of an nfl quarterback ever yeah just wonderful just constantly, uh, just constantly in the trenches, dude. Uh, Dolphins Pennington was, and he would win games. And they were yeah, ugly games. Like we were winning games like nineteen sixteen every week. If you remember that season. Until the Wildcat came out. No, that was that was before that time. That was a few years That's prior, wasn't same it? Same exact year, Junior. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. All right. So the Wildcat games, but I'm thinking like maybe it was a year after, dude. After the Wildcat, you know, started, people started to kind of have an idea how to defend it. You know what I'm saying? Um, last call. I just see Legion Hoops tweet the Kings who have the number four pick are reportedly high on Keegan Murray. My nightmare. King's going to king. Anyway, last call. Let's go to a team that I like that's actually good. The... Ohio State University lands five-star number two receiver... Carnell Tate, 
Brian Hartline added again. And this time next week, they will land the number one receiver, Brandon Innes. Love to see it. That's all I got. Uh, O'Neal Cruz, the truth. He's the future. Go Pirates. Dude, I did not know he was six foot seven. Oh, he's a monster. He's a fucking. That's, that's got to be the tallest starting shortstop ever, right? Oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, good for him. Uh, my last call. <clears throat> Fourth of July. Looking forward to it. That's about it. Great holiday. Post Fourth of July is when you start getting a little sad, though, that summer's about to be over. You know. We yeah. can't be thinking about that yet. We gotta just be excited for the fourth. Are you going to be in Rochester, Chad? Yes. I will oh. see you there. I will see you there. Okay. Wow. Second last call. I purchased tickets to the PGA Championship 2023 in Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester. I'll be there. Dad booked the Verbo, dude. We're in. We're credentialed. We're going to get you credentialed for that, all right? Get get me a, me- a seventh rounder's media credential. I don't think it's as hard as you think. I think it's something worth looking into. Uh, all right. So, I okay. We'll, we'll be in touch. We'll figure it Are out. Are you about to drink with credentials or no? No. Definitely not. Throw it in a water bottle. He'll be fine. Yeah. Or I'll just, you know, be – I can drink water and just be – you know, drunk on golf. Love it. In the moment. And the, ch- the championship, you know, the experience. Thank you for listening. Productions by AJ Bradbury.